You Betcha She Did is sponsored by John Erline Photography. Ladies, have you arrived? You betcha you have. But you know your LinkedIn headshot? It might need a little love. Don't worry. John Erline Photo has you covered. John will coach you on the perfect expression that will help create a connection with your professional network. And to be honest, that's what we want, right? Connection and opportunities. When people respect you, they treat you differently. So schedule a new kind of headshot experience with John Erline Photo. Booking is easy and fast. You can schedule your session today at www.johnerlinephoto, that's J-O-N-E-R-L-I-E-N, photo.com. Your image is worth it. Did she really do that? You betcha she did. Welcome to You Betcha She Did, the podcast where female entrepreneurs and women who have paved the way share their wit and wisdom. Today, I have a very exciting guest. It is Maria Hoban of Rebellious Angels Photography. Maria, welcome to the show. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your business, Rebellious Angels Photography. As I understand it, it's a boudoir. Am I saying that right? Boudoir photography? Yeah. Boudoir. Boudoir. Okay. So tell for people who are unfamiliar, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So boudoir basically is uh, photographing the female form um, or male form um, in an intimate setting. However, nowadays everyone's doing like outdoor boudoir. So it's really kind of changed. It's not just, you know, your typical boudoir, which we would normally only see done in, in bedrooms. That's actually a French word that translates to bedroom is boudoir, yes. Yeah, how how long? I don't know a lot about boudoir photography. I just recently became aware of it as even a thing. Sometimes I'm not so trendy. But <laughs> um, do you know, like, when did it, is there a history of it? Or did it start a long time ago? Or is it a recent trend, you know, in the last? Been a, I think it's been around for a long time. But it used to be, you know, more like glamour, you know, in the 1980s, 90s, it was more glamour. And then I think in the like, 2010s is when like boudoir started to actually become more of a popular thing in our area i was actually the first boudoir photographer to offer it i i followed someone that lived in a bigger city that did it and i thought like this is the coolest thing ever like i want to do this so when did you start your business and what inspired you to start it yeah so i started my business in 2017 what inspired me to to do it was again like seeing that there wasn't any other boudoir photographers in the area it was one of the things that was like, cause, because when I first discovered it, I'm like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. I want to do this. And then just knowing that nobody in the area was doing it. So I was like, all right, well, I might as well like go for it. And I went for it. And it was, it, it was the, a lot of challenges that along the way, but it was just like, I realized really quickly, like, okay, if I want to do this and I want to do this right, I need to put my 100% in and, and do it. I, I would agree with that. What were some of the challenges you faced when you first started? The challenge of being a boudoir photographer really is all comes down to the posing, posing the female form. There's not two women that are the same. So my the hardest thing was like learning how to pose every single body so that everybody would walk away with the same kind of images. And 
that I think in the beginning, I didn't realize it was going to be that hard. Now that I've been doing it for so long, it comes like second nature. But I remember in the beginning, I really struggled with that. I always, I always ask myself like, oh my God, am I ever going to get those images that I'm seeing that are inspiring me? Because I had like no idea how to, how to pose it. And, and it's so funny because you, you look at pictures and you're like, oh, that looks so easy. That looks so flawless. But in reality is you have to get people comfortable to be able to, for you to be able to pose people like that. How do you make people feel comfortable? You know, because you just meet them. I mean, you probably talked to them a little bit before the photo session, but how do you get them comfortable to do these kind of, you know, very glamorous, sensual images? But yeah, how does that happen? Do you have any special tips or tricks? Like I said, every woman that walks in is their reason for doing a boudoir session is completely different. Yeah. Can you highlight some of the reasons that people would get a boudoir session? everybody's reason is different. A lot of the times it's actually my, my, my biggest clientele is single moms. Oh. You wouldn't think that, but yeah. it's usually single moms that are, or women that are going through like a divorce or something and they lost something along the way and they want to get it back. They want to feel beautiful. They want to feel empowered. And so they do this kind of as a way to reset themselves and see themselves in a different way. I really like what you were saying about how women often use it as an empowerment, especially, you know, we grow up in this society where, you know, you look at models and this idealized female version, that's obviously not reality, but all women are beautiful, regardless of your size or your coloring, there's beauty and there's strength in that. And I think it's so inspiring that you help people find this. Uh, absolutely. What you just said is so right. Like everybody is beautiful. Literally, it doesn't matter what you look like. I always tell people the hardest thing to do if you want to do a weird recession is contacting me, right? Because that's scary is like putting yourself out there. Hey, I want to do this because a lot of people, a lot of these women are actually very shy. It's really crazy to see the, the transformation that happens because from being on the phone with them, they're like, Oh, I've never done anything like this. I don't think I'm going to photograph well. All these things. And I always tell them, like, listen, you already did the hardest part, which was to contact me. The other half is my job. Like, let me do my job. Trust me to do my job. And we're going to create something really beautiful together. I go, I go based off my clients. You know, I send them a questionnaire and I ask them, like, what is your comfort level? What, what are you looking to get out of this? And what are these images for? Are they for you? Are they for a significant other? And like I said, not only. It's not only single moms doing this, there's brides doing this as gifts, there's women doing this as wedding anniversaries, there's women doing it because they've like reached a milestone, there's women doing it because they dream, they landed their dream job, like they're literally doing it to celebrate themselves, which is so cool to see that the thing is like you don't have to share these images with anybody. What you see on my social media is people that have allowed me to share, which I'm always grateful when people allow me to share because it allows me to share my work, but these images are very intimate and a hundred percent. The reason why you're doing them is your reason. You don't even have to tell me, but a lot of the women do tell me why they're doing it. And I think that even makes it my work even more special because I know the story behind like why this person is doing it. And I think that alone is like so beautiful. Definitely. I, yeah. So from what I'm hearing, it, you know, people, women who've maybe gone through a tough transition, like you said, a divorce or, some sort of major life change 
or that a, like you said, a single mom who wants to show her strength or her resilience, they'll, they'll use this as a way to find their power again. Like you said, to find something that they lost or to celebrate some amazing thing that happened. One, one thing I question I had too, which I think is unique to your story, and I could be wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. Your parents, were they immigrants from Mexico? Is that uh, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm first generation Mexican-American. Wow. See, that's so neat to just, you know, have your parents have immigrated here from Mexico. Yeah, you being the first generation Mexican-American, and here you are as an entrepreneur, making your own business. You know, and that's so funny that you bring that up because, you know, I am the oldest in my family and my mom, my mom's dream was for me to go to college. You don't think of like, oh, my daughter, like I I worked so hard. I I crossed the border to get her here and I worked really hard for her to like, just do her own thing. (laughs) That's one, one of the reasons why I'm so proud that I just that I did this and I went with it because it, I had obstacles around the way. I remember when I told my mom, my mom literally laughed in my face and not in a mean way, but in really like, you're joking, right? <sighs> you know, just like the, the comments that I heard from family, you know, like even friends at the time, they didn't take me serious. No one took me serious. See, that's, that's such a great thing for people to hear that, you know, sometimes when you do have a business plan or this idea you want to put into action, you're going to have a lot of people who don't believe in you or don't take you seriously or think it'll never work. And, you know, what advice do you have for other women who might be in a similar position? My advice is to just go for it. Seriously, go for it. Even if you have no idea where to start, just go for it. Because I had I had never had used the camera before. I never... I had zero, now like I I do all my marketing, I do all uh, like my social media, I do the business side of it. Yeah, the scariest part is probably starting and then you can go from there. And like you said, it's better to have done it than have spent your whole life wondering if you could have done it, if you could have been successful. It's like, take that risk and then you'll know if it's going to be something you want to pursue. Absolutely. And and there's no feeling bad about like when you're starting, you literally can start at any point. Like I, I remember I really wanted to do photography in high school, but I, we didn't have the money to buy a camera. We didn't. And I remember going to my guidance counselor and saying like, I want to become a photographer. Like when I grow up, when they ask you, what do you want to be? And he also laughed in my face. He said, that's not a real job. Uh, What do you want to go to college for? You need to pursue a degree. And so to me, you know, I was really confused because I'm like, well, this is something I really want to do. Why can't I do it? And everyone's telling me I can't do it. So I kind of dropped it. I did because I thought, well, I'm never going to be able to afford a, a camera. Like at that time, you know, I was 16, 17, 18, and I had to work. And being an adult, you know, starting my business, I, was, I think I was 24, 25, 25, 25. My youngest was 10 months old. That's when I started it. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I would have been so much more advanced if I would have just gone with my heart and done it 10 years ago, right? 
But if I would have just beat myself up about that and been like, oh my God, I, I should have done this, you know, seven years ago. I should have done this seven years ago. I would have never started when I was 25. And now I'm almost 30 and I'm almost five years into my business. So it doesn't matter where you are in life, just start and all that matters. Exactly. You could be 45, you could be 57. It's, if it's something you're passionate about. Yeah. And you don't want to regret when you're 80 years old, you're like, oh, I wish I would have done that. It makes sense to take that risk and, and see what's going to work out. You know, you know, it's interesting too, what you were saying about just your experience in high school. Um, luckily, nowadays, I feel like they're shifting away from trying to push everybody into college and really exploring lots of other options because there's been so many new careers that have popped up, you know, in terms of, you know, the way you advertise your career on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, you know, it's like this job didn't really exist 20 years ago, at least not in a more mainstream way that it does now. And, and so now there's all these different things, whether you're a YouTuber or an influencer a social media manager that, like I said, they didn't exist and now they are and people are creating them and finding their way. And that's fabulous to have all these options. How do most of your clients find you now? Is it through word of mouth or your website? Mostly my website. I find a lot of my clients through my, uh, they find me through my website, a lot of referrals. And then Instagram's like probably like my, where, where I put myself the most is on Instagram. My favorites are referrals because, you know, they've seen their friends' books and they've seen my work and they love it. So I already know coming in, they trust me fully. Like, I just want you to make me look like how you made my friend Ashley look. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. You're like, you got it. Let's, I, let's yeah, roll with this. Exactly. And, and that's really fun. That's really fun. I What's really cool is a lot of my clients that book with me, they do book with me because of my work. Um, you know, they always say like boudoir is empowering for the person that's being photographed, but it's really empowering for me because as a woman and as someone that started something from absolutely nothing, just to know that I am making a difference. People are messaging me. They're getting in their cars after they're done with the photo shoot and like they, they're crying. Like, I just want to let you know, like how much that meant to me. You don't understand. Like, I really needed that. And people are so vulnerable with me. And that is it just reminds me like, Hey girl, like you got to keep doing this. Yes. One thing that really resonates with me, it's just the whole pathway that you took to get here. And I love that. It's not a straightforward path. I love that. It's kind of, you know, weaves in and out and you try different things. And, um, and now you found yourself as a successful entrepreneur. Yeah. Speaking of that. So when someone books with you, can you walk us through the process of what happens? So they meet you at your studio in Plymouth, Wisconsin. Then what happens? I, I like to start at 10 a.m. My makeup artist will be there and she'll start the hair and makeup, the transformation. And then she leaves. And so then me and my client would go to get through, through everything that they brought and pick out, you know, what we want to use. And I also have a lingerie closet there available for my clients. So if I see something that I'm like, Hey, like you, I think you would look really good in this. I'll bring it out and show it to them. And then we get started. And what's really cool about my studio is 
I have like different setups, still different vibes, I like to say. So I like to photograph people based on their outfits, you know, and based on like kind of their personality. And the cool thing is I get two hours with them when they're getting their hair and makeup done because my makeup artist takes two hours, but she's amazing and it's worth the wait. <laughs> I get to talk to my clients and kind of get to know them and kind of get a vibe for what what they're going for, what they want. And so then by the time that we're actually photographing together, yes, they might still be a little nervous, but now you've been with me for two hours. So I have had like women that are so nervous that they're literally shaking when they're showing me what they've got. <laughs> and, and that's really like, that just tells you how special boudoir photography is. It is intimate. It is a very, very intimate thing to do, but I'm very professional at what I do and I really respect my clients and I love what I do. And my end goal is just for you to walk away with bomb photos of yourself. That's it. That is literally it. So if you'd like to learn more about Maria's business, Rebellious Angels Boudoir Photography, please look in our show notes. I will have links to her website as well as her social media handles. If you like what you're hearing on You Betcha She Did, don't be shy. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or even better, share it with a friend. Spread the word, spread the love. You can always get a hold of us at youbetchashedid at gmail.com. Until next time. Betcha She Did is brought to you by the Ladies First podcast production company, specializing in helping women entrepreneurs launch and manage podcasts and YouTube channels. Learn more at their website, ladiesfirstpodcastproduction.company.com.